Hello, good people. Good morning. God bless you all. You are all welcome to today's edition of Marriage Diet. This is the voice of Festus Flourish Osemwahu. And today is the 13th day of the month of March 2021. You are most welcome. God bless you. It's good to have everybody on board. God bless you. Okay, it's a weekend. It's a Saturday. And those of you who regularly follow us, you know, every Saturday we talk about sex in marriage. Okay, that's what we have been doing for quite some time now. Devoting Saturday and Sunday to talk about marital sexuality. But you do know that uh, through the week we've been handling a topic the wickedness of adultery in marriage and uh, we've taken um, four forms of adultery in marriage and today we're supposed to have taken the fifth one but usually because it's a weekend saturday and sunday we just have to talk about sex in marriage so um as usual we'll pull it over to on monday so by god's grace on monday we are going to continue on that um, particular topic where we'll be talking about the fifth form of adultery for those of you that have been following us please let's just have a break for the two days and hopefully on monday we'll be taking the fifth form of adultery all right here we are we're going to be taking a sexual topic today hopefully we're just going to take it for this weekend this was inspired by the holy spirit and i'm sure you will love it and that is the sexuality of nakedness in marriage the sexuality of nakedness in marriage okay um does nakedness have a form of sexual outlook or are there ways we can look at nakedness sexually romantically and what is really the function of nakedness in marriage we're going to be looking at all of this together and see how it often strengthens the bond of love in marriage much more for couples who really want to go far in their marriage now let me just quickly read from um, genesis chapter 2 verse 25 just to set the tone over what we're going to be talking about genesis chapter 2 verse 25 and they were both naked the man and his wife and we are not ashamed okay this was the last verse in that entire chapter where adam and eve were brought into reality the first marriage um between adam and eve okay now the marriage was just a couple of days old here maybe a couple of hours really old but one thing was instructive about this marriage as the writer rounded up this particular chapter he pointed out the fact that both of them were naked he talked about how they looked how they were before each other they were naked they were naked and they were not ashamed this was the state where they were it was a state of purity it was a state of transparency it was a state of oneness much more it was also the state that made them very close to each other the state that made them to see each other for who they were i mean as distinct as they were as individuals yet they were able to see through 
their nakedness, their uniqueness. I mean, every time Adam looked at Eve, unclouded with her nudity, fully revealed, he talked about the beauty of the woman. I'm sure this man had his eyes popped out like police torchlight, gazing at this woman's beauty, seeing what God has made in her, admiring her breast, her nipples, her arolia, um, the neck. You remember the songs of Solomon where the Bible was trying to describe the woman, talking about the neck, you know, talking about the ear lobe, you know. You know what I'm talking about. There was a complete description of the body of the woman in songs of Solomon. So I think this was what Adam had going for himself. It was such a pleasant experience, a good sight to behold. Looking at the beauty of the wife, unclouded, there was nothing that was covering it up. There was no clothes. Yeah, much more that they made leaves to cover themselves. It wasn't sufficient. They got the skin of animal from God. Yet, it only just made matters worse. But because to an extent, that really concealed um, the identity about who they really were. Now, why I'm taking this topic is the fact that the moment some of us started losing this sacred aspect of our marriage, that was actually when we started losing the reality in our marriages. I, I mean, somebody will say, oh, just nakedness. Yes, it's not just nakedness. There is power in nakedness. We were all naked at the beginning. Adam and Eve were naked at the beginning. As a little boy, little girl born into this world, we all came with nakedness. There wasn't any cloth on us. Our genitals were fully revealed and exposed. Our body just the way we are. We were so naked. And remember, when you die, you also go with nakedness. You don't even mind who will touch your body at that time. Everybody goes naked. We come in naked. So there is something about nakedness that is so sacred, much more, very important to the spiritual dimension of the totality of man and what he really is and to really understand that there's a need for us to inculcate this naked dimension to our marriage how be it to strengthen the spiritual bond between us it's something we cannot overemphasize but to look into it critically and look for ways to strengthen this nakedness so both of them were naked they were not ashamed they were doing their work together admiring each other eve also admired the husband and the bond between them was so strong but now look at it get this very well now in this nakedness the man was so transparent beyond the physical dimension beyond the bodily arrangement what do i mean here all right now i hope you know that as a, as men as humans uh, men and women we are much more than the physical entity we are soulish being and we are spiritual being all right now this body of an individual has over the time i mean since birth concealed that soul dimension in us and the spirit dimension in us but everything fused together and represented in bodily form so when you actually reveal your body, you are actually revealing the inner nature of your life. How be the soul that cannot be seen and of course the spirit that cannot be seen. It's like a gateway. I'm just laying all these cards on the ground, on the table, so that we understand that, look, it's so sacred. It's so sacred. Have you also noticed that uh, in that sacred state, in that state where you're very naked, where you're really, you know, open, when you add the dimension of water to it, you discover that your spiritual sensitivity will be much more sharper. What do I mean? 
Have you not noticed that when you are having your bath, pouring water on your body in the bathroom, in that nakedness, your spiritual antenna seems to be very, very sharp and open. I, I don't know if some of you have taken note of this. You, there are ideas that, powerful ideas that could have come to you when you were having your bath. All right, because at that time you were naked. Okay, so you will just need to look inwards deeply to understand how this works. It does work. There is power in it. There is power in nakedness. It's just that over the time we have not been able to harness it. We have not been able to even see it from that dimension of what it really is. Now, let, let me put the cards on the ground. Let, let's make it very practical now. Okay, now um, you got into relationship with this beautiful woman. And during such relationship, looking at you, just kept on looking at each other from far, um, admiring each other, studying each other's character, yeah, hoping and want to believe that there was no premarital sex. Now, you got married, um, the first night you had your sexual intercourse, it was about the celebration of your um, oneness, okay, two flesh becoming one flesh joined together your joint genitals closely knitted together you celebrated your love in that uh, wow ecstasy let me put it that way and you became husband and wife that's consummation you continue on along that line until a baby was brought forth babies came in thereafter and of course you started having children through that same source you realize that that intercourse that brought about such powerful creativity was in your nakedness both of you were naked all right in that nakedness you were able to connect into each other now in marriage that passion that you usually have or people usually have at the beginning we always make couple to possibly lie down with their nakedness they are together they will not want to go anywhere else all right they just talk together they play together they have sex over and over again you see that bond between them because of that unclouded nature is always superb let me put it that way it's always superb it's always effective and then they grow along that line until when you start having these possibilities of oh i'm different don't see my body we cannot even have a bath together the man is not even desirous of the wife anymore he doesn't mind i mean if he doesn't see the wife nakedness it wouldn't really make any difference at that point where nakedness was no longer part of the equation you started losing it number one started losing your spiritual connection and started losing your sexual connection two things spiritually and sexually spiritually because in that nakedness both of you are at a higher level of spiritual awareness and that's why i often encourage couples when they sleep together let them sleep in their nakedness i mean hold each other you clog on each other in that nakedness you are highly spiritual your spiritual awareness is so high up there but beyond that spiritual awareness is your sexual awareness that sexual connection being able to just look at each other's nakedness stare at each other's eyes look at each other's nakedness sizing up the person from head to toe now i do know that men are moved by what they see visuals all right what the man sees enhances his proficiency much more his um, um his acts and the way he goes about things now in marriage this is also very very important for him and i really need to stress this to our, our wives our women out there you know the picture you create before your husband is very very important 
very, very important. You've got to advertise your body. Now, I've given up, put the cards on the ground, made us to understand where we are coming from with this, from the Garden of Eden, the nakedness and the sacredness of nakedness. You've got to advertise your body. You've got to advertise your body to your husband. Look for every means to advertise your body. For some women, their fear is when they do this, their husband is going to prey on them. He's going to jump at them. He's going to start disturbing them with sex. What is wrong with it? Let your husband have sex with you as often as he can. If that will enhance your spiritual, rather, your sexual bonding, why not? You shouldn't be afraid of it. But beyond that sexual connection is the fact that that body has to be exposed. You have to let each other see it. Yeah, you go out to work, you career people, you wear your double-decker kind of clothes, you know, one, two, three, four, especially those in a um, temperate region, um, cold region, where during the winter you have to wear sometimes about four kind of dresses just to cover up your, yourself. I do understand you do that outside, but when you do retire back home, you have your heater on in the house, the room is warm, I mean, you should be able to pull off these clothes, and just wear something that is just revealing much more. I mean, you have your children in the house. So it's not really as if we have strangers. But if you do, that's a different case entirely. But in the case where the people in the house are just entirely children, you can put on lingerings that are really very revealing, that will reveal the body. And you can really be all around in the house. But being able to allow your husband to have something to feed on his eyes is very, very important. Because apart from the spiritual dimension, we're talking about the sexual you know, uh, um, message you're going to be passing across, which of course will ultimately help you to build your marriage. So let him fuse his eyes on your body by seeing your nightgown, your lingering, you know, before him, moving from one part of the house to the other with very short skimping, you know what I mean? <laughs> you know, we used to call it come and die, you know, that kind of stuff. Come and die, you know, come and have me and um, eat me or you know, that kind of stuff. It should be there because after a while in marriage, that nakedness no longer really appear. What appealed to him is what we call the concealed nakedness. There are two things. All right, the direct nakedness no longer really will move the man because he has seen it over and over again, but he needs to keep seeing it. The more you keep advertising your body, you keep looking for other ways to make him see your body differently, the more he's glued to your body. But don't be, don't be carried away with the fact that you think he's still going to see you the way you were 10 years ago in marriage. No. But he can see you much more and be much more um, pleasing about what he sees of your body when you follow this kind of you know um, principles I'm trying to share with us that's the principle called it concealed nakedness when you conceal the nakedness in the way that is still very revealing concealed and revealing all right so that lingering is transparent you just put it on in the house see I'm not talking about the men because women are not really visual people they are not people that um, are pro what they see, pro visual. They are pro words, what you say and what you act to them. All right, but I, I'm just laying emphasis about the man. Remember, when God brought Eve to the man, she was naked. And it was not nakedness that the man started celebrating her beauty. And so our wives must take this lead. They must understand. All right, so you get that uh, nipple just showing partly from underneath the revealed lingering. And the man is like, oh, wow, 
what, what could be between or uh, behind that veil you know literally that that creates some kind of anticipation it, it makes him to give it a, a deeper thought like oh wow yeah he's seen it before it's the wife's breast he knows that it's the same thing that are there but that lingering silky transparent dress is giving him a different dimension right that alone offers a very good advertisement for your body as a woman now what happens when you are both in your inner chamber your room and that's why over the time i've always said your bedroom is your powerhouse is your inner chamber you must protect it even from children this is very instructive you must teach your children to respect your bedroom they can just bash into your bedroom at all times without knocking for instance without trying to get your attention or you see the little boys that are not so grown up you just little guys they just come around they just play no there should be a time where the children get out of the bedroom and you have that time with your husband and you are so unclouded in that nakedness at least when you know that you are in your bedroom alone with the door <coughs> excuse me please with the door locked behind knowing fully well that nobody can bash in why not there shouldn't be any reason why you should have your clothes on i mean this time around both of you for the wife oh just just open up your body let him see your breasts as you're moving going to the bathroom coming in you lying on the bed let him see you, you know how beautiful it is to look at your wife sleeping naked I mean, she just had to take a nap that Saturday afternoon. Instead of just allowing people, children to walk into the room, shut the door, go naked, and lie down on the bed. Yeah, the husband might be on the computer, walking in the bedroom, doing one or two things. Every time he comes into the room, from the bathroom, um, especially when the room is locked, I mean, nobody's having access into the room, that sight of looking on the wife naked is always very appealing. Is always a good sight to behold. Sometimes I, I behold my wife in that state. I pause for a while. I just look at her and I just admire her beauty. I say, oh God, thank you for this beautiful woman you have given me. All right. And that's just it. I just don't, you know, it's not about oh, waking up or whatever. I just admire it. All right. So that can also be helpful that the husband is able to see that nakedness. And, you know, <laughs> you can, um, in the course of the sleeping, just forget yourself and roll one of your leg and put it on the other side and just open the beautiful gate of Jerusalem. You know what that means. Just open up the beautiful gate of Jerusalem to, you know, your Prince Charming and your King. And it's like, this is who I am. You know, it, it talks about innocence. It talks about freedom. It talks about being careless with your body. It's a mark of submission at that state where you're just who cares? It's just my husband that is here. It, you know, it, it, it carries a message, all right? It carries a message. And then you, you're giving your husband a lot of things to think about. It, it, it will feed his eyes into the Jerusalem gate that has been opened in a certain way. No sex going on. But he would just admire it to see that uh, the Jerusalem gate is um, is just being exposed. It, it, it's just facing him, you know, literally. And he could just pause for a while, just admire it, you know, admire the shape, the curves, admire the hip. If you're lying on your stomach as a wife, you know, just look at the buttocks and the 
the next thing is just imagine. Remember, those of you that have been following our teachings in the course of the week, we're talking about different forms of adultery, the visual, the mental one, and all that. Now, the husband should also be able to put this on his mind. And he sees the coverture of the wife lying down on the bed with backside. And like, wow. So you mean this belonged to me? Wow. You know, he begins to celebrate that in his heart. Okay. And he begins to look forward to, wow, just have my wife wake up now the next day. I don't want to disturb her the next day. I'm going to prance on her, you know. So it creates that connection. So for you as a wife, it is at your um, best interest that you advertise your body to your husband. These are little, little things that you do that strengthen your marriage. Not that you keep complaining, oh, my husband doesn't care about me anymore. It doesn't. You've got the, the, the flair. You've got the tools to get your husband attracted to you. You can put on clothes all the time and you 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 take away this sexuality of nakedness. It is it's a kind of sexuality itself. Alright? Because at the end of the day, you know, the message that we're passing across is the message of I'm all yours. I'm free in your hands. This is who I am, nothing to hide. And hey, this really belongs to you. And that strengthens marriage. It makes both of you come close together. It creates that attraction. It creates that power and passion for each other. That desire, that um, enthusiasm to get into the arms of each other. It creates it. It does work. You know, sometimes we feel this thing, we just go and carry tapulin, we carry canopy, you wear it. You go to bed on your trousers. It's wrong. It's wrong. You will lock up, you will cover up. Some, some women just go to bed with their bra on. It's wrong. You, 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 you're killing this sexuality of nakedness. And it could really, it's possible, it's really even affecting your marriage. So let's change our mentality a little bit. And um, let's see how we can explore this nakedness. You know what? Time is gone. Tomorrow, I'm going to look at it from both sides anyway, but I'm going to see how I can lay emphasis on the main dimension, main side as well. Yeah, women are not pro-visual, but somehow it also be very good that their husbands show their wives, you know, their their five packs and their six packs need be, you know, expose themselves to their wives as well. Yeah, somehow it also helped them to have something to hold on to when they start also thinking about their beloved husband. All right, so let's just leave it here today. We'll continue from here tomorrow. Remember, we're looking at the sexuality of nakedness in marriage. It's a powerful tool. Let's learn how to explore it. All right, in case you haven't access to this audio for the first time, you might have to, you might want to connect with us please feel free our whatsapp number is plus 234 8107126148 and we will get back to you if you do reach out to Ross. god bless you let's do this again tomorrow god willing but don't forget if marriage is an institution just like we always say couples and singles we have to be students and don't also forget marriage care truly cares God bless you. Thank you for staying tuned to us today, for hearing us. Please spread this gospel. Share with your friends until tomorrow again. God bless you. Do have a great weekend. Bye. Thank you.